Hello, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Anna Loder from readabook.com.au. I'm a lifelong reader and book lover and a long-time book club member. 15 years, I can't believe it. I've been a bookseller for 13 and now I'm a reviewer and blogger. This is a weekly podcast celebrating that love of books and reading. I'm so excited to be in your ears today. Before we get started, can I quickly pay my respects to the Darawal people of the Uyora Nation, the traditional custodians of the land on which I work, play, read and live on. Along with the traditional owners of the lands throughout Australia, I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Let's get started. So Apartment 303 just came out yesterday and I get to speak with Kelly Hawkins this morning. So obviously this is another gushing of just how excited I am to be in the privileged position of being able to interview Kelly this morning. I'm super excited. I got to read an early copy of Apartment 303 and I've been itching for somebody else to read it ever since. It's definitely one to talk about. It's so clever. It also deals with a lot of other things that we can talk about without there being spoilers. I'm absolutely a watcher and Rory is as well. I would be quite happy to be sitting on the outside looking in rather than engaging with people. Rory is a kindred spirit from that perspective. I'm really looking forward to speaking with Kelly. This is the first time meeting her and I've been a big fan of hers ever since other people's houses. Love her novels. I loved All She Wants. I loved Apartment 303. I think this is just going to be a fantastic interview and I can't wait to get started. So yay. Hello. Thank you so much, Kelly. I'm stoked to be talking with you. I can't believe how busy you must be. Feeling under the pump right now just because it's, you know, that first draft where you're just trying to get it and And then all this stuff. But yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then this stuff happens in the middle of it. And I don't think I've had that in the same way before. Right when I'm in the middle of something, like had to do different things. So drop everything and start promoting. Yeah. 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 Not when I'm at this point. So yeah. but yeah, I think that must be very difficult and I really appreciate you taking the time yeah, today. Yeah, it confuses me because I forget all about the book that I've written <laughs> later. Like <laughs> Now that I'm in the middle of writing this new one, you kind of forget what's happened in the other one. So. Well, I love Department 303, so I don't mind refreshing you. Okay. <laughs> I just loved Rory. I thought she was such a complicated but just delightful character. She was yeah. such Oh, that's good. I'm glad. Such a sweetheart. And I had not really had much at all to do with OCD. I was looking it up and the intrusive thoughts, I hadn't realised. I thought it was just counting. Yeah, like once I really got into the research, it was quite interesting because I didn't know all that either. There's so many different things, yeah, that involved. And the intrusive thoughts is kind of a really big part of OCD. It's trying to tell you that you should be doing something or that you're a bad person if you don't do things. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, my goodness. Just loved it. So she doesn't have agoraphobia. She's just happy to be a watcher. Yeah. yeah it's not. It was kind of, as a writer, a bit too hard to make her really agoraphobic because I couldn't have her do anything. She couldn't get out of the house. So as far as plot goes, it sort of suits me that she can get out. And what she's got. I mean, technically, yeah, it's possible. So, oh, that's, that's a symptom the of OCD yeah. as well. Yeah, the level that she has, and she's got a number oh. of things going on. It's kind of all trauma based. So, yes, yeah. do it as realistically as I could, not having that myself, reading a lot about what people have, what people go through. Yeah, and, right. Yeah. And how they do it. Because it is really debilitating. If you yes. Just, 
especially for a young woman like she is, she's only 26, like to really yeah. be sort of stuck in at home, yeah. Yeah, like lockdown gave us all a taste of how horrible it would be to be yeah. locked away yeah. and isolated like that. So I think. Yeah, yeah I was... didn't really write that with this with lockdown in mind, but I guess, it, in you know, we have all gone through similar things in that way like we can kind of all relate to her in some ways because for a while yeah (laughs) yeah I'm not sure if I would have had the same empathy and insight perhaps if I hadn't gone through lockdown myself but yeah yeah, that yeah yeah. for her it's not to do with that but yeah even without taking into account lockdown we don't have the extreme things that Rory does there's still that anxiety or I think a lot of us can relate to her in that way yes things have gone through yeah, absolutely. I had a, a coffee shop, bookshop. I am a watcher. I love watching people. Yeah, yeah so do I. <laughs> I think writers do anyway. Uh, you know, that's kind of a big part of writing is is watching. I think a lot of people do. I think it's interesting. Other people are interesting. And when you don't know them and you kind of give them backgrounds, I think a lot of us do that sort of stuff. Yeah, and you don't even them. realize how much of a backstory yeah. you've given them until you find out how wrong you were with them. <laughs> yeah so I, I don't know I think there's that aspect can't even if it's not as extreme as where worries we all kind of do it to a certain extent I think yeah well I just I love Rory and I love spending time with her she was a delightful character to be with it, I felt very sorry for her as well obviously but she yeah, was, and was a, yeah and it was a fine line it was difficult when I was writing her because she has all these issues I didn't want her to be too passive or too sad all the time she had to be an interesting character she had to have things that she was good at and things that she was positive about that she had to have a life even though it was a smaller life so that was important I think the repetition of what she does fine line to make it obvious that she's not going to get well overnight or that she's going through stuff but not make it boring for the reader yeah but at no point was it ever as a reader boring and (laughs) no point either did I ever not want to um continue on her story I really yeah I empathized completely with her she was lovely (laughs) her cute little 14 year old friend Farrah it was just a delight as well yeah she was I think she Rory needed a friend so that was important and having her as a child kind of it was fun to write and I think in some ways it made it easy for her to become friends with with a young person because she's kind of been locked away for a long time herself since she was virtually a teenager so I think she's kind of a young character in herself and maybe it was less scary for her to to be friends with someone younger than someone older and I really liked writing Farrah she was just a fun and a lighter character as well which is important to bring a bit of lightness to to Rory's life and just to the book in general. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was a lovely delight. (laughs) My partner has two girls, 16 and 20, but the way that they're just so accepting of mental challenges and mental health issues really is a 14-year-old who would befriend somebody with post-traumatic and OCD and just think nothing of it. They're just so accepting, this younger generation, I think. Yeah, they definitely are. Yeah, my my kids are kind of similar. They're 17 and 19. And they are completely with a different attitude to all that, to what we had at that age and and it's all so much more out in the open and more talked about and more yes I can absolutely picture a 14 year old just being like oh yeah no yeah we talk about that at school we know that it's quite yeah they're much more open about it and and more accepting I think that's probably just a probably a youth thing as well young people probably are less set in their ways and more open but I think yeah this generation that's coming through it's it's really good how that yeah their attitudes are great, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's incredible to watch, isn't it? Yeah. yeah the world is in such safe hands, I think, with this generation coming through. Yeah, I think so too. They often get the older generation kind of 
give them a hard time, but I think it's unwarranted. They are a really responsible group. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I have to say, I loved having the homeless camp beside such a luxurious hotel, yeah. that, you know, the haves yeah. and the have-nots. No, that, that is kind of based on real life. The actual, the incident in the beginning of the book where a homeless man is murdered across the road from the apartment buildings. I lived in essentially that building where the book oh, takes wow. place. Yeah, so the book's like it's a fictional building and everything about it is fictional, but it's in the same place where I lived when I was in my early 20s with my boyfriend who then became my husband. And we oh. lived in apartment 303 and it was oh, across wow. the Yeah, from a homeless camp. So yeah. we would watch the homeless men. It's, it was at the Domain car park there. So we would see, and Long Socks is essentially a man that we used to see and he would go into his cage every night and he did have long socks on and he was a well-dressed kind of older guy and then he was murdered. So that actually did happen and we didn't see it or anything but we heard about it and, yeah, so that incident obviously stuck with me yeah. for like 20 years and so, yeah, I put it in a book and then tried to work out what events might work around that that someone saw something and, and how it would work. So, wow, yeah, it's interesting, but that, that actually is based on something that really happened. A couple of years ago there was a homeless man who died around the corner from us. He froze to uh, death during the yeah. winter and that was horrific, yeah. horrible. No, it's, um, Their life it was like an yeah. inconvenience. And in the book I think I touched on that a bit too, that there wasn't yes, much as much in the world. Yeah, because if it's a young woman that goes missing or is murdered, there's so much more publicity and so much more about and yeah it's like their life is worth more really made me think it was it's such yeah. a cracker of a thriller you can't turn the pages fast enough and got all oh, of that plot driven but yeah the characters in there are just lovely and that's where everything starts even in a thriller more so even than the plot i guess i think character always drives plot you want characters that you want to read about whether or not you always like them is another story but Sometimes they might do things you don't agree with or you don't like everything about them, but I think it's important that they're interesting and that it's likable to a certain extent. So, yeah, character writing is where I always start. I'm not surprised. I'm a big fan of all of your adult books. I haven't read any of the kids' ones yet, but I certainly will. But I can see absolutely that it's character that's driving you, I think. Yeah. 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 You need the plot, but it has to come from character, I think. Yeah, yeah. The books that I like. I always have characters like you don't have to love everything about them like I said but you want to you want to be interested in them yeah I think you want to be able to understand where they're coming from and why they're doing yeah. things yeah. otherwise they feel like cardboard cutouts or you know barbies yeah. or something yeah. yeah and so I read in your bio as well that you are a private investigator or you did the the paperwork for private investigators yeah, report. yeah so I've done it for a while but basically I write reports so the private investigators will do surveillance in my case in it's more for insurance and that sort of thing yeah. um, they'll do surveillance and then I get the notes and we'll write that up for the client so yeah it's interesting so I kind of like did the same yeah as what Rory does yeah. Probably that suited her in this book because it's a job she, she doesn't have to lead she can do it all and it's another kind of watching thing that she yes. does and I yep. guess it leads her to the rest of the world as well because even though she doesn't go out and see people she, she's actually watching people on the screen and just living their normal lives but it's kind of tied in well with that it feels very much like something she would do. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like my dream job, actually. I'd be loving it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as interesting as you think it would be. <laughs> it's usually I wanted that. Pretty boring things, like going to the shops or getting petrol. <laughs> if you like you and I and you like watching it, it's still kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. I always thought it would be a reading trait, watching people, but writing, I guess, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. For me, reading is the same. I think a lot of, I guess, writers are readers as well. 
you know, will read us since we're young. But yeah, I think watching people is really just something we like, even just on the bus or at the shops or yeah, or just even anyone probably to a certain extent. Again, you overhear someone talking and they say something and you just wonder what it's about or what they're doing. Yeah, it's interesting. Ah, my surveyed people are too small a pool because I don't know anybody else who does it like I do it. Yeah. (laughs) I walk past and I say something to Dave about what we've just overheard and he's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) He hasn't heard a thing. Yeah, I'm always eavesdropping as well. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so are you going to be touring? With, are you going to be too busy writing your next novel? Just doing, is... just doing small things. I'm, yeah, I'm writing a new one, which I'm really excited about, actually. Tentatively called The Miller Women, but it's about three generations of women Ooh. who are killers. <laughs> oh, <killed>. cool. <laughs> so it's quite fun, but it, I'm still sort of figuring it out. But, yeah, so that's an interesting challenge to work out what they've done and why and, yeah, and to link them all together. So Oh, wow. That sounds good. But, yeah, no, that would absolutely be preventing you from large-scale yeah, touring and, then. And it's a little bit different. Apartment 303 was all from Rory's first person, which I really like writing in, but it was from her point of view and she's in an apartment, so it was difficult to write because it was limiting to have everything from her point of view and she's also mostly trapped in her apartment. So this new one, I've kind of got several points of view Still first person, but by different people. So there's a lot more to work with, which is challenging in itself. But yeah, it's a nice change. Oh, but I think with just the one thing, you really get to know them and you really get yeah. inside and see every motivation. But and yeah. Claustrophobia as well to a certain extent because it's only from her point of view. So yeah, everything is from her. You, you really feel like what she's feeling. But yeah, this will be different. So oh wow, how exciting! Yeah, I'm editing my next kids' book as well. I think that's out in September. So. I think so too. Gosh, you must be yeah. so good with your time management. It's busy. Yeah. <laughs> but they're quite different, so it's got to get in the right headspace with them to a certain extent because writing a thriller for adults is quite different to writing. Yeah, books. I would think so too. Yeah, which is fun though. It's it's nice because it can be too dark sometimes if you're just doing thriller and then I can put that aside and start writing for kids and it's fun and it's funny. So it's I, I do enjoy switching between them but yeah it's sometimes you're writing one and then you've got to edit the other one and it's like all right I have to put that aside because I can't really do them at the same time <laughs> gotta be all happy over here oh it just seems like an incredible skill set to be able to- yeah I think I was yeah. lucky because I had before I got signed with HarperCollins I sort of had both of them so probably if I'd only done one I'd be kind of you could tend to go down the same path and just do the one thing but because I'd already had both of them written and they signed me for both it gives me the opportunity now to write in the two different styles which yeah well actually I have spoken to other authors who write in different genres and then whatever gets them the work they'll stick with so I guess you've done that same thing but they're both stuck yeah so far (laughs) we'll see still early Um, stage oh no well this is your third yeah it doesn't feel like I've done a lot though (laughs) I think you always feel new I don't know I don't know when that stops (laughs) I turned 45 this year and I'm still waiting to feel like an adult (laughs) yeah isn't it strange I'm the same I'll be 50 this year and I'm like oh wow crazy it's a real minefield but then I was talking to a friend who turns 82 next week and he said the same thing like you always feel 18 in your own head yeah, I think you do, don't you? It is. Yeah. Really- oh, bless. No. You have no. a great social media. I really love your posts. Got such a nice feed. There's always cats and dogs in there. That's bizarre. yeah, delightful. It's so yeah. nice. Yeah. They're always fun. Puppies and kittens, my animals. So they're, they're still very lively. Yeah, that's yeah. A- about eighteen months, I think. Yeah. Oh, too gorgeous. Okay, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much, Kelly. I so Thanks, appreciate Anna. it.
Thank and it you. was so nice to meet you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank great you. to meet you. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate okay. it. Have a good productive okay. day. Okay, so that's it for this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me. Please leave a review wherever you can, but especially where you found my Readable podcast. If you'd like more connection, please head on over to thereadable.com.au. There's plenty of book reviews and recommendations there, and that's also where you'll find my blog. And I would love, love, love to welcome you into our community. There's a membership page on readabook.com.au. There are three levels. The first is free. And I'm so hoping that you would like to help me build my online community where we can enjoy reading more together. Thank you.